everybody, welcome back to This is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is Gonna Hurt! Dandy! I am. a lot of noise in my house. Yeah. We are five guys who are from Long Island, and we play Dungeons and Dragons. With our clothes on. So do I. No, I don't. My name is Owen. Except on Tuesdays. My name is Owen. I'm your DM, and joining me at the table, we have... You have Alex at the table. You also have Craig. Hey, Jeremy's here. Is that why we don't play on Tuesdays? I mean, I, I, I always play on Tuesdays. That's a long name. Oh, I'm Steven. <laughs> Steve, before I do a quick recap, why don't I turn it over to you first so that you can tell the nice people at home where they can find us. Tell the nice people. I will. Hi, nice people. If you were so inclined, you can follow us on social media at Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is going to hurt D&D. We're also on Facebook. I think it's this is going to hurt, but you can search us. That's cool. You know. Technology. You'll also find us on our website. This is going to hurt dnd.com. We'll find our Amazon store, our Spreadshirt store, a link to our Patreon if you wanted to help keep this podcast going. And then if you wanted to uh, give us a review on iTunes, doesn't have to be a good one, just any review helps. You could do that. With good ones are better, though. Just good ones are better. They, they make us feel warm and fuzzy inside. But reviews uh, help iTunes say, like, hey, people like this and listen to this, and more people probably want to listen to this. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, I think that's everything I got. Back to you. Sweet. Our adventurers find themselves in the middle of a tournament. There's a big prize on the line. They've they've pretty much cut a pretty easy path for themselves through it thus far, but the tournament is down to four teams, and so they should assume that it's going to be more challenging moving forward. Yeah, so there's a big there's a big cash prize at the end of it. Last time, Windar yes. was in an event where he leaping from asteroid to asteroid, he caught a uh, this sparrow. He was only two of six competitors to actually catch it. The others were eliminated from um, falling off of the asteroids. And then Perfidulo taking on two foes at once, wrecked them, became uh, victorious, uh, thus earning the team enough points to stay in the competition, but will they be able to continue to uh, keep this winning streak going? Find out right now on This Is Gonna Hurt. All right, so we find ourselves on the third day of the tournament. Long resting. It is morning. They, the, the goblin splooshers deciding not to go out and party. Uh, they stayed in and, and were, were good boys wow. and rested and ate. And at some point, Merble comes and, and finds you and tells you that it's, it's, you know, you have to leave in like five or ten minutes or so. So if there's any conversations you want to have or anything you want to do. There's no corpses. There are no new corpses. Good. All right, guys. Let's, let's contact Brimley. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's contact Brimley. Okay. What do you want to say? Um, ask him if things have been a little bit better. Yeah, just make sure things are up. And tell him we're still kicking but there's no more corpses showing up at the uh, guild hall. No Did we tell him about the corpses? Yeah, I messaged him. Oh, okay. We'll send it to him. Okay. Oh, wait. 
Oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah, just just use this stone. Don't spend spells, because you might need them. Or are we going to sleep soon? No, we... This is, this is the morning. We woke up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I have the stone. I can do that. Okay. Okay. You must have slept really good that you don't even realize you did it. You like blinked. <laughs> I'm still in my shell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't get undressed. Um, okay, I'll message him. Still in the stand. He's a stone. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, Brimbley. We're still doing well. Seems easier than expected. Everyone says hi. Hope everything's okay there. Is it? Bye. So what's been going on around Brimley? There have been a lot of Stromolian guards sure. at the guild. They've been kind of investigating and can't seem to, you know, make any headway considering nobody knows what DNA is. So, yep. There's there's been kind of this added security. It's just as dead as it was yesterday. Iko has been kind of in the city attempting to convince people that nothing is wrong and that in fact they've that you've managed to persuade the guards from the city itself, you know, the same guards that normally only patrol the high city right. of Stromols in order to make sure that the patrons are safe and you know We'll see what happens tonight, but okay. At this point in the day, it's less busy than it normally would be for a regular day. Cool. We can comp. We. I mean, this is this is out of this is meta totally, but like we can comp some of the guards, like some like a room, like a couple rooms in the in the inn, since mm. we're not having much business right now. Yeah. <laughs> like room and board. <clears throat> well, you guys aren't there. I know. This is up to Brimbles. So, Brimley would say back. No more dead bodies. Business isn't great. Stromal, the Stromal's guards are helping us out. They're investigating. And I'm still dead. Glad you guys are doing good. Wish I was there. Yeah, you haven't been sleeping. And and that could be a combination of like the fact that and maybe. you're not sure if some like, you know, yeah, person is going to like attack you at any moment. Right. Um but also newborn. Yeah. You a baby daddy. <coughs> Has my baby done anything cool? Or is he just like new baby? Stuff? So it's uh, the uh, Greno is like what happened after I drugged him. <sighs> oh my gosh. I can't Magically. believe you, you magic <laughs> out of context. Baby. If you're a brand new <laughs> listener, that sounds horrible. Um, you know, his goods are really good and his bads are really bad. So he's like Jack Jack. Yeah. So when he's upset, things are flying all over the place. When cool. he's happy, there's almost like a, a still and calmness that kind of fills the air around him. Well, he was born of nature and wind. That's uh, true. Born a con- of a conspiracy of wind and birds and nature fire. and fire. Yeah, all those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Some so, would say he, he's born as a champion. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, so yeah, that's what Brimley would send back. Okay. And there you go. Um. You guys all heard that. Yeah. It's amazing how like how loud that thing is. I agree. But hey guys, bring it in. And when I put this like fist and like I don't know, he just puts his fist out. 
All right. With my Junta. Oh. Junta. Please. Junta, can please. I, yeah. can, I put my, can I put my fist in yeah, the Yeah, oh, Junta. Yeah, Junta. Junta. Yes, 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 yes. Hot fire. Yes, All yes, right. yes. All right. Check it out, guys. We're doing pretty well. It's going to be a big day. Let's do it. Let's earn it. Let's kick butt. Let's spoo some goblins. and spoo some competition. Sploosh on three. Ready? One, two, three. Sploosh. Sploosh. Yeah. <laughs> Windows. Was that Murbles or Gopher? That was Gopher. Okay. <laughs> Pats Lothmar on the shoulder. You find yourselves back in your box. Yeah. Is this starting to feel like real comfortable? Like, have we been like really yep. living in it? Yep. It's uh, a team in our box. You're, you're slowly starting to like move furniture around. Yeah. Just to kind of you find, you know, like this is this person's spot right. for apparently watching and we whatnot. We have a spot set up for Merble also. Mm-hmm. They've, they've kind of caught and wind gopher. of the and foods gopher. that you are consistently ordering. And now when you arrive, it's already there. Like, Merble has kind of learned the foods that cool. you. The, the the ales and the wines that you haven't been touching and bringing instead the ones that you seem to be fond of. Things hey, like that. hey, Merble. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you do when you're not doing this? Um, uh, no, I'm I'm always a servant for the um for the for the arena. For the arena, okay. Yeah. Oh. No, I was just saying you're pretty great. Like, if you needed a job afterwards, like oh. we can we can always use a set of ha- a set of hands at our guild hall in Stromals. Yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, I've I've never I've never been outside the the walls of, of Nursefit, but um. Oh, it's up to you if you want to go see the world, well, or at least the country. When when I mean, honestly, you guys are the the nicest people I've ever taken care of. Um, most of the time, people they like poop in a corner and and are they like because I mean they usually wait. Like, we can poop in the corner. No um, corner. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. You can you can poop in the in the corner. Um, but um. Yeah, most this is a classy joint, and you're the you're the first uh, people to ever uh, call me by my name. And he and he scurries oh, away. Okay. Next time, are you gonna you gonna employ him? No, no. I I had a question. <laughs> Go for get out of here. Time. I have one verbal. <laughs> is he cheaper? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. I imagine him and Gopher be are like Wait, they're like being they're being, being but, no, yeah. they're being they're becoming friends. Well no, I'm coming See in my head like every time like Marvel brings something to go to Perfidula, like the nice wine or like something to eat, Gopher's like intercepting him and like getting the plate and like yep. giving it to him. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh at this in this stage in the the tournament, Albert is wearing kind of like a Scottish vibe. He's got a kilt on and the 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 hat with the green Puffball on the top, like when you're golfing. Also, last time when he had the green tuxedo and the pin straight hair from the in the central part, he was Andre three thousand, wasn't he? That's not what I was thinking of at all. But sure, but that's that is that just, makes sense. Yeah. I just imagine from like the Hey Out video. That is, if, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That was accidental. That's fair. <laughs> accidental, awesome. I could be very wrong about that. But no, that, that was accidental. So with a loud voice. Uh, booming out from him as per usual. Welcome, one and all, to day three of the tournament. Ah, yeah. Look at those crowd noises! You're so cool. You got crazy outfits. <laughs> Do it. The name of the first event of the day is Get That Rose. Oh, this is totally Junta. Interesting. No, I don't know. This sounds like it sounds like a romantic thing, like The Bachelor. What's the He's bachelor? a sensitive guy. What? 
<laughs> I find myself more cute in the eclectic way. Not really like... It was adorable. <laughs> I may have a silver tongue with diplomats, but not with ladies. Every time is a fluke, I swear. If, if that's the situation, I... Well, it can't be Windar anyway. I think I might want to yeah. do this. I don't know if Lorthamar or Junta would be good for this. I don't know Lorthamar personally, or Junta, really. All of, or all of you. Junta's a sweetheart. That's really is. There. I think we need to have... Well, Junta either needs to compete now... We could fight. Or after. What would you rather do, Junta? Um, I don't know. Because he needs to compete today, right? To no. For they, us to get in the semifinals? Oh, to get into this, the semifinals. These are the semifinals. Right. So There's he, only four teams left. So in order Junta to win to the today. competition, Junta has to, at some point today, right. compete. Would you rather do the skills or the, the fight, Junta? I, that's what it comes down to. Well, I don't really know the rules. I, don't, I just, I don't know. Do you think you could hold your own in a fight? Uh, probably. That seems like that might be the way to go. So, does that mean Junta's in our fight today? Um, I, I, I'm okay with that. Okay, then I, I'd volunteer for the skill challenge. I okay. don't know if I'm the best suited, but I don't mind giving it a shot. Might not go so well. No, let's let's do that, Peridulo. You do it. I appreciate you saying my name correctly. I mean, purple. <laughs> purple doo-doo. <laughs> that's, that's about um, right. There it is. If this uh, challenge is about intimidation, I could uh, definitely do well. I'm not sure about... Get oh, that rose. It's, get, yeah, get that rose, not scare that person. I'm just, just saying where my skills lie. <laughs> what do you think wooing is? <laughs> well, uh, the, the stronger of the men will come out successful as I see it. All right, I think we're going to put Perfo up. There's a lot of weird Perfo? going on. Perfo. Pervo. Pervo Dulo. It's only one letter off. I just swapped the F with a V. Yeah. You guys didn't make fun of Junta like this. Yeah, because his name is just a sound. <laughs> if, any, if anything, Window probably went like Junta, 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 Junta. All right. Ah, so it appears that the competitors have been chosen from the commanders of metal. Reoccurring this uh, this day is Cornelius Trabaduk the Third, and the dark-skinned um, human comes forward. He's got his suitcases. Another repeating customer from the resurgence is Orcruff, who again was an actual orc. For the super shifters making his tournament debut, for this year at least, is Hawk. And for the goblin splooshers, Pervadula Kronita again. Bye. <laughs> Window messages uh, Perfadulo as he's like walking out. Make him look like an idiot, please. I'll see what I can do. So, you come forward, and before you touch the rose, the rules are quite simple. Get the rose. And you can tell he's mischievously but going to be vague to allow it to be a surprise. And you go forward, and you all touch the cube, and 
you 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 vanish <laughs> and Delayed. almost larger than life it appears because it appears it seems that they're all in very close proximity with one another. A lounge. Oh my god! On the field, this is exactly what. And the four competitors find themselves in their finest clothing. Mm. So, Perfidulo, if you were going to a ball, what uh, what does it look like? I'll give you a a minute to think about it. Yeah, Uh, Cornelius Trabaduke the third is wearing sort of a. uh, He's wearing a suit jacket and pants that match. He's wearing a gray turtleneck. And he has five or six long gold chains, which kind of go and reach down almost to like his belly button. Orcriff's finest is not very fine. It's no, no, no. It's 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 the nicest that like peasant gear could look. You know that you're not really choosing, right? It's just kind of what manifests around you. Yeah. So his is kind of very fine peasant gear. And Hawk is actually just kind of like fighter piloted out. Uh, so he's, he's got his, his leather jacket on, not the goggles and the, you know, or anything like that. But he's, he's got the kind of like the, the bad boy vibe. His, his pants are leather and he's got a, a chain that, you know, is on the side of his, you know, pockets. However, that system works. Yeah. Not really sure. It wasn't that guy ever. I'm staring Steve down. I never had um, a wallet chain. I know. You were like a scene kid, though. Yeah, so was. Okay. I had um, a studded belt. <laughs> I can talk about those all day. You did. Did um, you have Neff beanies, though? No, I didn't have beanies. <laughs> beanies? I had a studded belt. You mean the Arcanine beanie that you literally never took off your head? Oh. I had a you beanie. had an Arcanine? <laughs> yeah, since third grade. I still have it. Didn't you leave that oh, here? That's it's awesome. Yeah, for a while. It's not, like I, a, it's not a beanie of Arcanine. It's, it's a black beanie with a picture of Arcanine. I've yeah, it it's multiple still places awesome. and it always comes back to me. I actually lost it at college and somebody found it on the campus and like brought it to campus safety oh, and then I, I found it. That's Arcanine awesome. Arcanine is my Like a favorite. month later. <laughs> Arcanine is still my favorite. You basically are Arcanine. So, so what is Perfidulo wearing? So Perfidulo's outfit is surprisingly simple. He's wearing a gray suit. It's like a light gray with a white collared shirt, but the collar is open. And he's got a pocket square, and it's like a floral pink bluish pocket square. He looks very relaxed in it, but it, it is tailored impeccably. Okay. Hey, everyone, come and see how good I look. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically, standing in the middle of the room is one very beautiful woman. Grace. She looks like. Whatever your perfect woman looks like. So that could be this mismatch of just like, this is like, whoa, if I built a woman in a lab, this is what she would look like. She could also look like a woman from your past, dead or alive, Mm -hmm. that is standing before you. And I'm not asking you to pick which one, but I would like you to describe what you see from this woman. I already got it. What if Perfidula was into guys? Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, and then it's super. then then you absolutely see the, the man of your dreams. Oh, sorry. Cool. Did not mean um, to assume that at all. I apologize. No, it's fine. No way. I apologize. <laughs> um, so he sees. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. I think Korath proved his worth. Perfidula is going to go with anybody. Two guys. <laughs> That, believe it or not, is actually fairly accurate. 
of like the what? actual what? real creature. What? Sorry, what? Just keep going. What? 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 It's okay, so what do you see? So it's it's a guy with some. It's like medium length, like brown hair. He's got a, like a scruffy, like kind of five o'clock shadow, but not um, not like excessive. I'm just gonna warn you: if you describe me, Marissa will slit your throat. No, I'm honestly okay. I'm picturing like Bradley Cooper right now. Okay, because I just saw a Star Is Born, and that's like the image in my head. Okay, okay. So picture Bradley Cooper. That is Perfect Dulo's like ideal guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is what you see, and and basically, um, he's holding onto a rose. Cool. Just for some sake of order, this is very similar to the other things that have happened. This, uh, it, it's actually, I'm not going to explain too much how the mechanics are going to work. I'm going to keep it to myself. But uh, just just for sake of some kind of order, initiative roll initiative. This is the weirdest initiative roll that's ever been done. Told you that box is deceptive. Got me through the last one. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how I do. All right, an eight. Believe it or not, still on top. That's really? hilarious. All right. I guess the box is pulling through. And so this is very, I mean, there's drinks. The lounge extends into four different directions. You see that there's kind of like a glorious dining room that way. There's kind of an outside pool area over here, almost a second lounge over here. And then basically the front Kind of foyer and patio area. Okay. Kind of are there here. like um like waiters walking around with drinks or is there a bar or anything? Or is it really just the four of us and then this guy? You you know person? that if you needed to get a drink, you could get it. Okay. And I go first? You go first. So Perfidula, I guess, would signal for a waiter with some drinks. And you would want like two wine glasses with some wine in them. Okay. So as you kind of like thinking to yourself, I'd love to find a waiter and find some wine. Yeah. Just on a Table nearby, you see two, two wine perfectly poured cool. wine he glasses. He picks those up, and he's going to walk over to uh, to Bradley. You need... Yes. A, to beat a 20. Of course. Because... That's how it goes. Should have seen that coming. Yeah. All right, so he's going to walk over. And I want to say smoothly, but we'll see how that goes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't help but notice you seem to be waiting here for somebody or something... If you have some time, I'd love to keep you company while you wait. I have an, an extra glass of wine, and we could always sit down on one of these couches. And I'd love to hear, you know, what what you're doing here today. What check are you running? I want to like do like a persuasion, like convince him to like sit down and spend some time with me. Okay. Oh, it was a fifteen, and it just like the box. No. Yes, it's not going to make it. It's a thirteen. Uh, he kind of just like looks you up and down, and. And um, we'll 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 see. Maybe we'll um we'll we'll talk in a bit. I'm I'm gonna just gonna kind of hang out and maybe get to know a little bit about everybody before I you know go in for any conversations. Cool. Um, he's gonna be super gracious. Be like, I totally understand. And he's gonna kind of like walk away with the glass and put one down on the table and just slightly sip the other. For the one. record, this scene gets played over and over and over <laughs> again. Just every <laughs> every episode. <laughs> Bachelor Nation knows what I'm talking about. So, okay. Cornelius Trabaduke the third is going to as you kind of like back away a little bit, Cornelius Trabaduke the third is gonna kind of come over and uh, and he's gonna he's gonna start talking to whoever 
he sees. Right. You you see him talking to Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, whose name you didn't super hot bug ask for. Well, I was going to be part of the conversation when we sit down. And he crit fail. Yes, he farts. <laughs> hey, yo, what up, girl? Can I do something to you? Oh he, my god! The back of your head is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what he says. Don't make me laugh. It makes my head hurt. Oh, um, and you see Bradley Cooper, just kind of like, like, just like push him away almost oh, a little man. bit, and just kind of like move off in kind of like a weird huff um, and happens to just kind of get intercepted by Hawk who's kind of in that same pose with like his leg up against yeah. the wall. Um, I was like to say that should be the clip that gets replayed over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> now, you know, it, it tops that other one. And uh, yeah, and so Hawk who also has drinks in his mm-hmm. hand, thin, slender glasses with uh, like a, like like a white, like yeah, like champagne flutes filled with, sh- with champagne or something similar to it and just says something and like you know you don't hear what he says exactly and and Bradley Cooper actually takes the glass okay from and and you know they they begin kind of talking politely and uh, they actually kind of dip out of the room okay together and so they're in the kind of the dining room area sure at this point you see them off at a distance and you see uh, Orcruff yeah in his peasant finery walks in you hear, oh, and it seems that Orkov is our first contestant to be eliminated. Oh, Probably shouldn't have tried that. And you don't know. I was totally going to try to convince him to steal the rose. Don't know um, Damn. what happened there. Yeah. Question. We're, wa- we're, we're watching this. Yes. Do, I'm not asking you to say what it is. Uh-huh. Did you see? But do we, do we, do what do we see? Yes. So basically you see, Orcruff go in and kind of like this like he very like no I mean what do we see like what is this thing that they're all approaching oh like, that's a asking, great question you're gonna leave it to the end I'm not gonna tell that's you that's fine that's fine um, and so Corinth just has a disgusted face probably on like <laughs> yep <laughs> I will say that 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 the thing I'll tell you what you see at the end okay it's not disgusting right I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll yeah. say that. Okay. And so Orkrov is immediately out of the competition. He was the resurgent surgeon. Did Thank we you. see what happened there? Yes. So basically he kind of came in very like strict, serious to business and, and, and basically interrupted the conversation and, and Cornelius Trabaduke like just politely asks him to like, you know, Hey, if you could just like give us one more minute, like, I think that, I think that'd be appropriate. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. Um, excuse me. Hawk, let's try that again. And Hawk says, you know, politely, you know, says, you know, hey, if you could just give us one more minute, I think that would be respectful. And basically, he just kind of like pushes him aside and basically just attempts to actually grab the rose itself. And the rest of you, you see like the scariest real version of what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then he's it's just out. Um, but you didn't see any of that. Right. You just know he's out. And uh, at this point, Cornelius Trabaduke actually kind of like looks in to like see what's going on. See what's going on, and it's your it's your move. I'm gonna walk up to Cornelius and just kind of like lean forward and be like, "It it sounds like Hawk is trash talking you, man. You might want to stop it and try to like deceive him." 
All right. Get get some drama going here. It's not going to be versus Cornelius' right, actual thing, thing for yeah. the sake of the integrity yeah. of the skill challenge. It's still going to be versus DC 20, which is higher than that. That is would a 24. Um, he, so he doesn't, he's not instantly going to lose. Right. Okay. <laughs> but we'll call that a success on your part. Uh, but he does go in and, and he does kind of start making a, a, you know, a huff and we're right. like, well, like, um, like, um, I, uh, can I, uh, you know, Hey, I was hoping that maybe we could, uh, you know, talk. Cause I don't know what this guy's saying. And at this point, you know, this is the second time someone has kind of like abruptly come yeah. in and Hawk goes, you know what, uh, miss, I guess we'll have to, uh, we'll finish our conversation later. Cool. And he, you know, he walks out and he just makes this face like, and he just kind of moves past you. So and we know that Hawk sees a miss. So we know that Hawk does not have a secret crush on Windar. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know. You can have really weird taste. <laughs> it's Windar with a with a blonde wig on. He's only that direction with Dragonborns. Windar with a beak. Cornelius <laughs> goes in and the 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 scene that he is making mm-hmm. clearly does not go well. Right. At this point, you're close enough to the door that you can see that Bradley Cooper is just kind of like putting up with him mm-hmm. and is very clearly like not going to get the rose. But, you know, he's willing to willing to have his mind changed, basically. So cool. it is, uh, but it's Hawk's turn. Hawk is actually going to do something similar to you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to go up to you and he's going to say, Oh, uh, hey, uh, just, just in, the, in the sake of, uh, of good competition, I just want to let you know your, your uh, hair's a little messed up. You know, you should uh, you know, just kind of fix it right there. And he's, your hair is actually perfect. Of course it is. But it's always is. we'll see if you know that or not. Uh, you see through his deception. You know that your hair is perfect. So you may respond as... Do you see this face? <laughs> uh, yeah. People aspire to this face. <laughs> Whatever, man. And he he moves away. It's uh, it's oh, your go again. Good. Okay. You have one failure and one success. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to walk up to Bradley and Cornelius, and I'm kind of going to do like. Like that tap somebody on the shoulder, but like on the opposite shoulder, so like they think somebody's on the other <laughs> side. And I'm gonna do that to Cornelius to make him look just kind of dumb. Got it. And to see if he's gonna like try to figure out where that came from, like wander off or something like that. Okay. We'll see. So I'm gonna do a sleight of, of hand. Part of this DC of twenty is doing that right to make him look dumb without making without yourself like an idiot, like, like, like a jerk. A yeah, jerk. yeah. All right, cool. That's so that's gonna part be a, of the reason why the DC is yeah. so high. So it's gonna be a sleight of hand. It's a hard move to pull off. Oh. oh no. There's no way for me to fix that. It's a 19. Ooh, so darn. he taps, you tap him on the shoulder and uh, he turns and he, he looks and he realizes nothing there and he looks back to you and just very shortly just goes smooth. <laughs> and you kind of get this like, 
she agrees with him kind of look. And again, she's well, well he's putting yeah. up with him. Yeah. But it was kind of like uh, I don't know, you're picking on the little kid on the playground kind of thing. Like I'm not the, doing so hot this either. Bean yeah. wasn't really into Cornelius, but you actually may have garnered sympathy gotcha. points for Cornelius. Cool. Maybe reset him a little bit. So that's a failure for you. Yeah. He had some extra circles. So he's actually going to, uh, we'll, we'll say that his performance check is kind of trying to pass that off. So we'll see how many points it, it garnered. Okay. Not, not enough to really, really put him back in the running, right. but you know, did, did, he doesn't think very highly of you. That is Bradley Cooper. I'm talking of. Right, right, right. right. A hawk. Well, excuse me, miss. If you, I just, I want to show you something out there on the uh, the patio. It's, uh, you know, it's just like a, it's a little piece of me from home. I just, you know, I, I just figured uh, you should kind of get to know, see them, the, so who I am really. That doesn't doesn't pass. Not exactly sure why I, the DM, chose Hawk for this when he's not the most charismatic person <laughs> on their team, but that's okay. Cool. And but it, you know, Bradley Cooper stands up and and goes. Um, uh, Excuse me, gentlemen, and walks yeah. out, and you don't know what's going on. You don't know that right that, that it didn't, didn't go, go well. well but yeah. the rest of you, uh, basically, when when Bradley Cooper goes out, you see that like he's got his jacket off and he's kind of just like flexing. We see Bradley Cooper. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, yeah. Hawk. You see Hawk, like, oh, kind of just like you know, like <laughs> posing up against things, like trying to be like, yeah, like I may know I'm a bird person, but like, look at his body. Am I right, bird person? Am no. I right, my dudes? Uh, wow, this this really sucks. <laughs> hey, this no, this whole event is not going over well, audience-wise. Like, like, it is really all really bad. It's, it's yeah, losing it, the worst. It, like, if anything, there's there's a lot of laughing. <laughs> in this one like people God. are um guys honestly i think i might have i could have done better than that joker and he's pointing at hawk like come on uh, so uh, so i just want to point out compete today though right no okay. yeah right right that as far as as far as things go if you're getting above like a 15 it's working on the audience right because this is a magical situation right, determined so, to like, test yeah. your smoothness but the people in the audience are right responding well to it. So the last thing for I did, certain like, of them, like the the the, you know, the poke. Yeah, the those poke. are more like chuckles because right, it's, it's like kind of like thing. I'm Team Perfidulo. So like right, yeah. you know, when somebody does something that could be construed as mean, it really just depends on it depends oh, on perspective. Awesome. Like yeah. if you're a Team Cornelius, you're like that was the rudest thing someone can do. But if you were a Team Perfidulo, it's like why are you so mad, bro? Like right, Team yeah. Corn. Cool. Uh, so that was Hawk. Uh, it's you again. You have okay, two so, failures and one success. Yeah. So hear me out here. I want to walk up to Cornelius, mm -hmm. who is still hanging out with me. He's a sabotage guy. Yep. Because yeah. uh, Bradley Cooper is currently with, with Hawk, Hawk yeah. on the patio. And I'm going to kind of lean in and whisper in his ear. You saw what I could do with the sword. <laughs> do you really want to finish this competition? Um, I would want to try... To channel my divinity mm. to see if I can put a little extra oomph onto my intimidation check. Using what channel divinity? So my dreadful aspect, which would normally make somebody have to save or be frightened. Okay. So is there any, does that, okay. would that give me anything? If you, if, if I will say we'll roll an actual divine channel divinity against Cornelius. 
Okay. If it's successful, yeah. I will let you roll the intimidation check with advantage. Cool. Okay. So he's got to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. He's got to beat a 16. We roll the natural three. Yeah, boy. Six. So he is he becomes frightened. Right. Now, if you can shape that with your intimidation into actually getting him Freaking to do the thing, bit. we'll yeah. see. All right. This is still taking a 20, but you get advantage. And then I get advantage, right? Yep. Cool. Crit! Woo! So a uh, 28 total, but crit! Alright. So <laughs> sorry. So what did, what were you trying to intimidate him to do? Um that, basically I was trying to like convince him that he doesn't want to be a part of this competition because he might meet me after the competition. And it wouldn't go well for him. Got it. That's three because you crit. You oh, had one success. Wait, no. Oh my god, that's three. That is true. A crit is considered to be a way to be success. Gotcha, cool. And so he actually goes out and uh Hey, this guy's really cool. <laughs> I'm his hype man now. <laughs> and you gained a hype man. He is blatantly rude where he goes out and he basically says something to the effect of, you know, like the longer we sit here, I'm realizing that this really isn't going to work out. I mean, you weren't really my type anyway. Like I usually go for, and uh, you know, and he, and he just, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and she's like very, very clearly, put off by it and says something to the effect of like you will like will never ever get cool. me a rose and he's um, and he basically says something to the effect of you know I don't really want your rose which is probably gonna earn him some kind of backlash with the people that he works for um, <laughs> oh my god he works with the resurgence no he works no, he with works no. the commanders right? of metal oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it I thought it was uh, Hawk was the resurgence sorry oh, and yeah, Hawk. Hawk is going oh, wait, to I have a get question. yeah that's three successes is that something in this challenge or Okay, cool. Pause. Yeah, Hawk just, he just can't swing it. He whiffs it again. And so he basically had one last opportunity to like do something because mm -hmm. of your three successes. We're finished the round. Right. And basically after that all happens, he, he goes up and he tries to kind of be like, oh man, like that guy was a real jerk, right? I mean, <laughs> like what? Like a oh, good thing. I'm not like that, you know? Is he still, <laughs> is he still shirtless? No, at this point he's uh -oh. put his jacket on. He realized that that didn't land the, the way that he really wanted it to. <laughs> Bradley Cooper kind of goes <laughs> over to the uh, to the, the pedestal and and this uh, this this human named Hiss Carrison says, uh, "Gentlemen, it's uh, it's it's time for the rose ceremony," and uh, and the and the three of you all stand there. Sure. And then and, and Bradley Cooper takes out the rose and 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 Hiss Carrison says, uh, "Just so you know, gentlemen, this is the this is the only rose of the night. This is the final rose." <laughs> and Bradley Cooper says. Uh, Perfidulo. And then you know that means that you should walk forward. I walk forward. Humbly. Uh, will you accept this rose? Atta boy. Of, of course. You make my heart sing. And he, like it was a rose, now it's almost like a boutonniere. And he, mm -hmm. he pins it to your, your coat. Cool. And basically the world around you begins to shimmer. That's and in front of me. <laughs> what you see in front of you is this, almost like this... Um, fleshy putty like being cool and it has kind of all of the faces that you like you see bradley cooper still right. in there but you see the other things that the other people were probably seeing too okay and so it was so, like when they were talking to someone you saw it kind of form into the thing that they were probably seeing 
and but it would occasionally like shift and when things would go really bad like their like mouth would open and you see these like rows of just horrible teeth it is it is uh it's just it's not a thing that's in the books okay because it, um, it kind of remind me of an i know where they came from but you may never does it appear like sentient uh yeah okay perfidula would see it Transform well. It's as as like all of that happens. It yeah. also kind of fades from oh okay existence. You're still gonna try so and kiss it. It may um, not that's so romantic. It may not actually be a real monster, but you but it was something might never know. Junta stands up and like is like applauding. Like that was beautiful. Oh, window goes down to like me perfidulo, and he wants to see um, Hawk as he comes out too. Mm. Well, I will say that if, if you go down, Perfidulo is coming towards you. Hawk is moving away from the center. Actually, they're all still in the center. As uh, Albert says, and we have another winner again. The Goblin Splishers have won another event. Sounds yeah. bored. As far as counting points go, yep. How does that work for this round? Okay, so you get the eight points. Right message. Crit? What? You said like cret or something like that. Oh, no, I, I said crit, right. Crit, I, I, yeah. crit, you get the eight crit, points. Crit. Okay. They split the four points. Oh, so they each get four? Um, oh, yeah. They each get four. Okay. And Orcriff gets... And uh, and yeah, so you, you see on the kind of like the almost the wall, like the screen-like wall in, yeah. your, in your booths that uh, you've gotten eight points for this event. And cool. Kermandula is feeling pretty, pretty confident. He walks back and he goes, that's two in a row, gentlemen. Very nice. And he like fist bumps Perfidulo. And he Dumb. he looks to see where Hawk is. Where is he? He's walking away. Yeah. He points to him. uses message and says, way to lay an egg, big bird. He kind of he like looks around. He knows he recognizes the voice. He looks, he, he looks in the direction of the booth, but you're not right. necessarily visible. Unless, you're, unless you are actively trying to be visible. Um, he's not trying to hide himself. He's just there. So if he sees me, he sees me. All right. Uh, do me a favor. Roll an intimidation check. We'll see how this. Uh, okay. And oh, he says it in his sing song voice. So bardic inspiration. All right. He's like, okay. Way to lay an egg, big bird. Oh my. Okay. So 19 rolled plus eight is 27. Plus 18 is. Plus 18? That's my intimidation. How is your intimidation plus 18? It says on D&D Beyond. So I trust it. That seems high. I, I agree. It's double proficiency for being a bard. Oh, yeah. that's why. Right. So it's plus nine, which is possible. Forty-five. No, double proficiency would be. Did you just you just roll oh, a forty-five? No. Yes. So nine plus. It'd be what 10. are we? Nineteen plus, plus eighteen plus eight. Ten plus nine if his thing is um or is eight if his. Yeah, hey, I don't know how you would eight. get higher than a fifteen. Hold on. Features and traits. If your proficiency bonus doubles it, that's so plus. that's ten plus, plus a eight for charisma. charisma. Uh, ex- expertise. Well, your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make with the chosen proficiency. Oh wait. <clears throat> intimidation. What's so your intimidation it's, it's 15, score? Like so, normally. Well, plus. my my charisma is plus five, and my um pro- my where is it? Proficiency should be plus five. Yeah, proficiency is plus five, so that's, I get plus ten. Right, so that's fifteen. Yeah, and it gives me a plus three for some reason. I didn't do anything to it. Instead of plus two, I mean, regardless, you still, still be you still broke forty. Yeah, yeah. I have 45, so whatever. Nice what nice hair. I rolled an intimidation check to Hawk. I messaged him and said I said wait to lay an egg, big bird. Alright, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna roll. I'm not even gonna dignify that with a roll. Um, yeah, and I want him to look at me. 
He uh he he finds you, makes eye contact, he and just doesn't respond and just turns and when walks away. Which is unusual. Good. All right, so uh again, I'll give you like five or so role-playing I, minutes if there's anything you'd like to do kind of during the intermission of the day. Windar feels great right now. He's he hugs Perfidulo and says I don't feel like physically harming him anymore. You did great. Um, if you wanted to physically harm him, I'd still be on board with that. No, nah, I'm good. I think his ego got bruised enough. Um, unless he unless he comes back, and then he won't. Yeah, then yeah, then um, I'll have then I then I have bird. But but thank you. I feel I feel pretty good coming out on top in two events. That's I'm happy with that. Great job, Junta. Yeah, you ready for the next round? Uh, I think so. Cool. That was who's competing? The worst. Junta. Skill challenge. The worst thing I've ever seen in oh, my life. Says <laughs> did you did you like chuckle at all? No. I didn't. It was hilarious because that thing was like disgusting and like and you were like really trying to lay the moves on. I was like I was really confused. I was like, he he likes oozes. That's interesting. You're an interesting guy. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Korath. Um, I'm just gonna now we know I'm exactly. unwind with a with a bottle of wine over here. So we'll we'll keep a lookout for a guy that looks like that for you, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll keep a lookout for oozes. That's that's all right. I'm I, I got trapped in this one gelatinous cube. My own uh, about two years ago. I I can I can set you up with him. Oh yeah, I remember that. No, that's not a good idea. I'm not really looking to be set up at the moment, but I thank you for your uh, enthusiasm. Oh wait, no, that was in a dream I had. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it was a Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, so, I was um, furry. <laughs> so Perfidulo would just kind of head back to the box and order a bottle of wine and just kind of start sipping and watch the uh, okay. events of the day. You get it. You get the bottle of wine. So, as the... How, how, how good do I look? Pretty good. Fantastic. As Hello, the intermission period passes, Albert comes back on in kind of a mix and match of things that he's worn over the past couple of days. But he pulls it off um, all the same. But he's he's pulling it off. Um, he's got the robes from day one and the um, split down the middle straight hair thing going. And uh, except the robes, like the sleeves are gone. And you see all this artwork kind of up and down his arms. Cool. And he says, uh, Look at that guy. Can you believe that we are already up to day three fight night? Woo! And the crowd cheers. Woo! bop! Wow. Four teams left in our semifinals. And because it's day three, of course, we have to throw in an extra special thing. So for tonight's match, it will be two on two in the crowd cheers. Whoa. So just two on two, right? There will be two fights. Two members from each team will fight together. Oh. Junta. So Junta and somebody else will fight. Um, well, I have to be involved, so I'll be there. Yeah, so Right. We- so you you pick the other person. Who do you think? Would be best with you. I, I don't. I don't. Think and it can't be. Perfect duo. Yeah. For more reasons than one. I don't. I don't think it matters. I'm just. 
Well, you have Lothamar, you, you have Korath, and you have me. Well, which of you guys wants, wants to, to do it? Oh. We do have the finals tomorrow, so... Oh, that's true. I don't know. What, I mean, I'm thinking the fight will just be the whole team. Just in like a, looking ahead to things, but... Alright, so then who really wants to fight? Just from seeing everything that's happened so far, I feel like Lothamar or Korath seem like the... Uh, the clear choices here. That's fair. Nothing of no offense to you, Windor. I just I haven't really experienced you in battle. I guess. No, so, that's fair. I'm Lord with Mar. Do we flip a coin, or is this like a Jeremy episode? <laughs> um, I I have no preference. I'm sure I'll see battle sometime. You could theoretically give Lorthamar to somebody else, um, or Junda to somebody. What else. would you prefer? Would you prefer to not? I, I, I mean, I'm assuming you don't want to play both I don't people. Care. I don't care. I can do. I can do that. I just. I. Don't, I really don't have a reference. Oh, I can play two characters, but he can't. Jeez. You're the DM. That's your job. Uh, Wham. Go back to your DM hole, DM. <laughs> Korath will. What a weenie. Korath will. Um, <laughs> Korath would fight. Yeah. That'd be cool. Let's do it. Okay. All right. You. Um, Big bros. You discover from your brackets, which it is actually sort of a bracket because there's oh, wait. there were the eight teams and then three of them kind of paired together into a fight and now there's more brackets yeah. and you see that you are fighting against the resurgence. Korath. Why am I not surprised that we're going to be fighting Korath. the shape, shape people Junta. in the finals? I mean, it's been you and them Kill neck and them. neck. So Yes. Kill them. Mike, make sure the illusion breaks. Warp reality. Okay. Hey, uh, Taking the wig off. I'm serious now. Korath, I have uh, something you should carry out with you. And he pulls out a belt of guapo. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands Korath a belt I of guapo. strap it across like my shoulder. Like a bandolier, like going the did opposite you, you of my normal. you to your boots, right? Yeah, of yeah, course I, I did. After I cleaned them off and gave yeah, them back Of course I did. Yeah. I did that overnight. Yeah. Right, DM? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I said, yeah, I've said it for the yeah. last <laughs> While you're during during the day, when Perfidula is relaxing, he would take that as a short rest. Okay. Just so he can recover his um his channel of divinity. Junta. Yeah. We have to win this. I I am in it to win it. <laughs> Good. Cause I think we need to win. And we don't like these guys. Yeah, that too. One of their names is literally the Duke is evil. I noticed that. <laughs> I didn't I don't really... know. How are you not seeing this? <laughs> and the Duke is evil is one of the people competing, actually. He, the Duke is evil, if you will remember, is the black cloak wearing the white masquerade mask. And the final member, uh, your match is first again. He comes down with a uh, spear and a shield. He is another orc, and his name is Kethlin. And yeah, that's that's who your duke is evil. And that's who you're fighting. So you can put yourselves on the field. We're gonna reuse the uh, dark depths, the mini over there. We'll reuse both of them. Why not? I've been noticing uh, Junta. With his passive insight and, and perception, has definitely been noticing these guys have had it out for us. Mm -hmm. 
So can I just take a moment to do a, uh, an insight check to see sure. what the, what's You're going kind on? Of keeping an eye on them? Yeah. So. That's rough. 16. Not the worst in the world. For both of them. Um, <laughs> One of them that, has that's what you That's what you get. They don't like us. <laughs> I mean, you. I will say you see that they are happy to be fighting you. They don't seem overly anxious. And the difference in the roles between a U-rolled and I-rolled, I will even tell you they don't necessarily even seem overly confident. Um, hey, Korath? Yeah? These guys are weird. I know. They don't, like, seem too confident, but they also don't seem too afraid. They seem very indifferent. I don't think this is about winning for them. Well, let's beat them up, then. I agree. And I take out my staff, and I, like, go Stop seriously. Stop rolling this dice, because that is, like, the eighth one I've rolled on that dice. No, keep rolling that dice. <laughs> Roll that dice. Roll that dice. Take out your staff. Sorry, I cut you off. So, no, I take out my staff, uh, and, you know, as a side, like, I'm ready, like, I kind of, like, like, hit my chest with it, and I'm just kind of getting, like, hyped up. I do that. I, I kind of, like, I kind of spin my maul in my, in, in my hand. Real cool. Okay, I try to at least. Um, your what's your your passive perception is over twenty, right? Twenty. There's a big crowd. It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, Windar and Perfidulo and Lorthamar. You see that from the super shifter beef. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> the, the, the super shifter beef boys. You see, you see that from over by the Super Shifter Beast Squadron um, box, a tapestry is hanging over the edge that just says "Go Junta" with an exclamation mark. Oh, that's funny. Um, Does Junta see that? No. Oh man, it's very, it's it's very loud. It it literally unrolls like once you're in and you're like looking them down. It's behind you now, so you do not see that. Wow, cool guys, look. Jenta, before we start, should I go big right away? I mean, I I, I say pull no stops. You'll see. I might wait. Uh, how many charges do I regain in a day? One. Uh, all of them. I regain all of them in yep. every, every day. Oh, yep. okay. Every right. day. Cool. It, it it goes back to full. Oh, okay. Um, I was wondering if there was just like a to- like more time nope. that I needed. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Question. Mm-hmm. If Perfidula wanted to ask, um, Merble. Mm-hmm. If he could find an item in the city, would mm-hmm. he be able to like during the fight while this stuff is going on? Would he be able to, or like not find it himself, but find out if Perfidulo would go do it, or you no, want Merble? Could, to he go. wants Merble, not necessarily to go do it, but to find out if there was a way. Um, I, I, I mean, I suppose I, I could, I could try for you, sir. I'm, I'm not super well acquainted with 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 specific uh, places where one would procure that uh, things, but um, well, I didn't know if there was anybody on staff at the arena that that. Would be familiar with those types. I, I mean, of I could I could ask around and see if anyone. Yeah, you don't need at to least go, knows like what store you might go to. You don't need to go out of your trouble. Like, um, what are you looking for? I'm sir? looking for any flame tongued great swords or flame touched. Oh, yeah. the name right now. I'm um, flame tongue. I know what a great sword is. Not sure yeah, what the other words mean, but um, um, any great swords that basically erupt in fire. Oh, like a magic uh, sword. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I know this is a big city. I, I thought maybe there'd be yeah, a, an no, enchanted um, armor. 
I'll, 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 I'll talk to the servants and All I'll, right, I'll thank find you. I appreciate out. that. Can I, before we roll initiative, can I use my divine sense? Sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, I use my divine sense. Is um, anyone on the field celestial fiend undead? Yes. Oh. Okay. Um, does it say... But... No, no. Okay. But... But... It's not one of the two of them. Mm. There's a... General sense of undead. Out of the... In this corner. In, in, the, in our yes. arena? In the arena right now with us. Yep. It's not just the four of us in here. Oh. Okay. There's something undead. Well, it's a good thing. I'm a cleric then. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay, let's do this. Roll initiative. I have advantage on initiative. Really? Yeah. Can I have... Damn, boy. Oh, yeah. You take that die. Nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 21. 18. What's your dex? My dex? Mm-hmm. Plus one. 21. All right. Let the fight begin! And Junta, you feel as if you have the... You feel a surge of energy like you could probably do something first. So the first thing I do is, uh, you know, not pulling out all the stops. Junta will wave his hands in the air, Mm -hmm. um, kind of in a circular motion, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and he will, uh, when his hands stop in front of him, you will see his symbol, which is a tree, appear Mm -hmm. in front of him Mm -hmm. on the ground. Mm -hmm. Light. Will shine forth, and he's going to use Conjure Celestial to summon a Coatl. All right, the Coatl from the night. Very nice. Uh, many we- yeah. days ago. Yeah. Mm. What do you Yeah. So this snake-like being with these large feathery wings <laughs> appears before you, facing. And I have to roll initiative for him. Facing your foes. Yeah, uh, he rolled a fifteen plus. 20. 20. 15 plus 20? No, 5, 20. <laughs> if it had been higher than you, I was, I was going to make him wait, which is weird. But I will... I will. He's, he's there. He can go. So I'm going to uh, say, um, I know you're lawful good and stuff. These guys are really evil. So can you please help us? And he's going to go up ahead. He's got a 90-foot fly speed. Wow. So he's just going to go around to this guy. And he's going to um, use Constrict, which is a melee attack. That's a 20 to hit. Nice. First um, AC. First who? The the, the Duke is evil? The, uh, the Duke is evil, I guess. Yeah, the Duke is evil. Uh, 20 versus AC. Yeah. He's going to hit. So um, it's, it's going to do 2d6 plus 3 damage. So that's 10 damage. Nice. Okay. And it says that, uh, and the target is grappled. 
The escape DC is 15 until the grapple ends. The target is restrained. Yes. So he can't uh, move. Okay. So I don't know if he rolls it right now or on the beginning of his turn. It just says the target is restrained and, he, and the escape DC is 15. going to be on his turn. Okay. So I also believe it's an action. Yeah, it's his action. I'm going to say it's an action. Okay. Because it's usually um, an action to break out of a restraint. So I'm going right. to go right. with that. And uh, that is, so my turn, and Junta's turn ended, the Quaddle's turn ended. All right. Yeah. So, Kathlon, the full orc with Spartan shield and a spear in his hand, is going to... He's a full orc? He's a full orc. Okay. Mm. He is going to run forward. Mm. And she's going to run up to Korath. Seems fair. He is going to try to spear, spear, spear. Okay. Send him at you. I'm going to roll them all at once because I have the capability to do that now. So, one's a 17. Miss. One's lower. And one's a 24. Hit. All right, so that's the one that's going to hit. My like. He's going to do six, seven points of piercing damage. Okay. And that is his whole turn. Okay. Okay. So, um, Korath. Oh, I was going to do something cooler, but I'm not going to do that now. Um, Korath is going to... Bonus action, activate the necklace. Okay. Um, he is going to turn large. Okay. He's not going to go. He's not going to go. Not full. going full huge. So um, would that push? What would huge. happen? Huge. What would happen? Huge. Would I move back or would he move back? Like, what would happen? Uh, roll a strength check. Mm. That is a fourteen. Uh, you actually are gonna. He's actually gonna put his shield up and actually manage to just like hold his own against you. And he, you, and you're kind of still getting used to the fact that you're getting larger. So you actually shift. Okay. To the left. Oh, I shift to the left. Yeah, so, so I go you there. Actually, yeah. Okay. And That's a uh, lot of shifting. <laughs> I moved so many squares. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Okay, cool. So then I'm gonna let it rip. I'm gonna roll both attacks. Or do you? Would you rather me roll? Would you rather me roll attack and damage, or both? Just both attacks. Okay, I'll do both attacks. First one is a twenty, and the second one is a twenty-eight. They both hit. Cool. So this guy's legs are broken. Okay, so Korath kind of grows, and as he's growing, he he's he's raising his maul, and as he reaches as he reaches peak beefiness, <laughs> word of the day, um, he comes just straight down at like a like an arc, like an cool. arc downwards. Um, so first attack, like an arc of Pelago, and uh, oh yeah, and first attack is gonna be. Divine Smite. So much hey, uh, oh, yeah, I got my Divine Smite. You know what? It's just going to be a level. Dude, just unload it. Okay, fine. 
it's gonna be a level three. Okay, so obliterated. Attack number one! Oh wait, I get an extra d4 on that because I'm buff. I'm big. I'm a big boy. Oh no, oh no. But it's always gonna happen. <laughs> Everyone, these are some rolls, let me tell you. These are some nice Those soft are some nice fifteen. Rolls. Wait, no, that's not it. Twenty-one. Well then. Nice. Twenty-six. Twenty-nine. This is twenty-nine radiant. Um, and then uh and nineteen bludgeoning. Plus your strength, or is that with the strength? That's with the strength. Okay, okay so that's attack one. Alright. Okay, and then number two, uh, same deal. Wow. This guy's body's gonna get obliterated. 13, 20 bludgeoning. And 14, 24, 34 radiant. Oh, uh, no, no, no. 36 radiant, sorry. How much total? 20 bludgeoning, 36 radiant. For wait, no, no, that no, no, it was no, it was thir- it was 34. That two wasn't part of it. Oh, okay, that two sorry. was not part of it. So 20 bludgeoning and 34 radiant. Yeah. So how much? How much radiant? 34. 34. Paladins are cool, and that's my turn. So and then the second one after I hit, I just wind back up and hit again. All right. Uh, boom! Boom! He actually does put up a shield to attempt to block the weaker strike. Um, and basically, like, you know, you're, it, it just gets dented in, and you hear a crack as his, the bones in his arms, you just break under impact from it. All right. The nice. restrained. Okay. But the Duke is evil. I know. (laughs) There is this white blue glow from his eyes, and the mask actually begins to frost. And this cone of ice, just this frost, just fires out from him and it hits one, two, three. Um, It's not an attack roll. So it is a constitution saving throw. And you are just outside of my aura. Sorry, Genta. So you do not get my plus four. That's okay. What's the saving throw? It is a... Is it a sexy dexy? No constitution. Oh, con? Oh, okay. Even better. Uh, 14. 14 con. Nice. Oh, crit fail! That is a... Oh, uh, no. That is an eight. So I fail. 23. Okay, so... Do you Junta... add your plus four also? Yeah, that's... It's our, that's Cal... Cal- Calculated in. Word. So, Junta is going to take 17 points of frost damage. Korath and Kethlon are going to take 34 points of frost damage. Uh, is that this a spell? Yes. So I take 17, uh, just like Junta. Okay. Because it's spell damage, I, I have resistance to it. Nice. When the, the ice wind ceases, you see Kethlon just... Frozen in place. Dead. Cool. The Duke is evil makes no attempt 
to break out of his findings. Okay. It's uh it's Jenta's turn. Um so Jenta to for so Jenta's actually gonna walk up to this guy while he's restrained. And when I look into his eyes, like mm-hmm. after that, like just no like no remorse, nothing. Like what what do I see? You don't see eyes. You just see black behind the mask. It's like a full on almost guy fox masquerade mask. And at that distance, you just see shadow behind the eyes. You don't actually see eyes. I want to try to pull off the mask. Okay. Make a, make it will be very painful. Make a strength for you. Check. I'm gonna roll against it. Do I get it do you get disadvantage or disadvantage? Disadvantage dice, please. Oh snap, that's not good. Um, 16. I rolled, uh, in total, I got a one. <laughs> wow. So you managed to pull the mask off. Underneath is basically just black fabric wrapped around his head. <laughs> there is substance there. Like it's, there, there's, there's a physical form to him. But he has another fabric wrapped around that, too. That's what you see. It's not magical, his eyes being black. It's just no, I, I'm, fabric. I'm, I'm sure, I just... Well... Stunned for sure. Could have yeah. been magic. Could have been crazy magic <laughs> things. Okay. Uh, would that be considered? That was your action. That was my action. Yep. So uh, it'll be the Coatl's turn though. After you're done, just so you know. So, in, in while I'm walking to him, mm-hmm. I want to just kind of say like, "What? What is wrong with you? What, why are you doing this?" You hear in. You don't speak celestial, do you? Do I? No. Okay, well, you hear words that you don't recognize. My Coatl speaks Celestian. Oh, then your Coatl knows what he says. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I just gotta see, I just gotta read one thing real quick, just because I want to make sure. I know, I know I can verbally command my Celestial, but I don't know if we have like a, a mental link. link. Oh, you can ask him after you're done. Like my next turn, you're saying? After the fight. Well, whenever. You oh, can, you, so can, you can... Um, okay. I don't want to like take up too much time in this turn, that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll say that was your verbal action. Right. And your next turn, you can have another verbal action. Right, right, okay. So, anyways, um, so as a bonus action, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, cast um, Spiritual Weapon. Okay. At 5th level. What form does your spiritual weapon take? It's like a turtle shell. I knew it was going to be a turtle <laughs> shell. <laughs> okay. On a stick. Um, on a stick? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like... Is it like brown or green or is it turtle glowing? Shell? It's like a glowing a, a radiant blue. Okay. So it's blue, blue shell. Turtle shell on a... With spikes on, on. <laughs> yes. yes. It explodes when uh, you hit it. No, no, not spikes. No not spikes. spikes no. Appears... Dude, you just got to go all in when you make that reference. So, uh, sorry, casting that real quick so I know. And then uh, it's going to attack him. Does it have advantage since he's restrained? Um, attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Yep. Advantage die. Here we go. That's a 17 plus, so 27. That hits. 5 plus 1 is 6 plus... 
five is eleven damage. With spiritual weapon. Bite. No, that's my spiritual weapon. Oh, the spiritual weapon. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's the end of Gentis' turn. He's uh he's he's coughing blood at this point onto the your coatl. He's Ew. been that's unsanitary. Damage quite a bit. Okay. That makes it Korath's turn. No, well the coatl has to attack. Oh, oh, sorry. The coatl is going to use detect thoughts. Okay. On this creature. Okay. This guy. It's a DC. The charisma save. I'm sorry, no. It's just a DC 14. What is detect thoughts? Is that a... I have to look up the spell, I think. Probably Wisdom fails. Save. The best I could get is an 8. That's on any of save. my abilities. Based yeah. on what I rolled. So I'm going to go with it fail. So what does yeah. it do? What is your... what? By the way, Korath, why do you get half damage from spells? You're into my, Paladin or is that Ancients? That's Oath of Ancients. Got it. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I can't get it here. Um, if it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning. If any, its emotional state is something that looms large in its mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. Okay. He your, knows that you are probing into his mind. Your coatl knows these things now. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. It's Korath. Okay. Korath is going to move to here. And then Korath is going to turn towards the corner. And he is going to cast Moonbeam. Okay. At third level. Okay. In these in in this five so five foot radius on this point, so it's gonna be on this area. Okay. Okay. Moonbeam. Does anything happen? Nope. Okay. It's worth a shot. It is his turn. He is going to his, uh, where his eyes would be. There's another sickly white blue glow. And basically this storm cloud just begins to kind of fill the whole thing. And it stops at the edge of the illusion. And these little... Uh, Bits of hail just begin pelting everything in the area. So everything, everybody on the field has to make a dex saving throw. Do I, do I can, you, yeah. get, you get it? You get plus four on this for, because of me. Heard. The quaddle too? Yeah. Uh, no, the quaddle's not within 10 feet oh. of me. Oh, wait, no. The quaddle is yep. in 10 feet of me. So yeah. That, uh, yeah. This is for me. Does he even have to do it or no? Yep. Okay. That's a save. 16 plus 4 plus 3 is 23. 24. Like oh. literally the fastest Korath has ever moved in his life. <laughs> 16 plus 5 is 21. It's like the it's like Rocky from uh, <clears throat> SpongeBob with the snail race. <laughs> okay. It's the fastest so rock ever. You all take. You all take 13 points of damage. No, we do not. You take... That's true. You take half of that. Because you're next to me. <laughs> you do kind of have to like put up your arms and you're kind of like, you know, moving around and kind of trying to protect yourselves from it. So we take six damage, right? Yep. Yeah, six damage. And you kind of turn your attention back onto him and he's just lifeless in the coatl's grasp. Killed himself? Mm-hmm. Cool. 
At which point, the shimmering happens, the illusion fades, and he <gasps> snaps back into uh, reality. Quaddle is still there. The other guy gets up off the ground, and they both kind of like, he, he just kind of patiently waits for a moment. Just staring at him. And he, um, the match is over. Can you release me? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, l- let him go. And he's released, and the two of them begin to go away. And you're kind of focusing on all this as Albert is talking to the crowd about how, you know, in your debut, I mean, how many events you've won and how amazing that is. Basically, the resurgence at this point are, are going to be cut from the competition. And he, he makes that announcement that, you know, there's, there's no circumstance where they, don't, where they have enough points that they can stay in. And, you know, he's congratulating you. And it's the three of you basically left there unless you do something otherwise. Yeah, I, I want to ask uh, the quad like I didn't understand what he said. Did, did you? Well, um, what he spoke in Celestial was... The Duke does enjoy his games, but once I pierce through his mind, I felt resentment and almost hatred. Wow. Um, that's very sad. Okay. Um, Korath, I don't really know... I mean, obviously they're out, but it doesn't seem like they were trying too hard. No, not at all. Uh, I'm going to do Divine Sense once again. Mm-hmm. Is that presence I felt still around here? How far does that extend? It goes out 60 feet, I believe. You actually feel it right next to Albert. Mm. Wait, Al- Albert? Albert's kind of in the middle of the arena, talking to the crowd. And you get this, this, you get a feeling of undead. I wonder if it's the thing that like stops people from dying. Mm. All right, I think we should go. Thank you for your help. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Can you see that thing? What can he see? What? Does he have any special visions? Special visions? Yeah. Oh, Does wow. he have any special? Uh, You're really mysterious. Can you? I think there's something next to Albert. That guy. Fancy pants. I don't think so. He can detect evil and good. He Ugh. definitely feels evil. Ooh. Oh. If he's using that ability. Yeah. Next right. Just right up next to Albert. Yep. And then I, I want him to detect magic. Okay. You see anything magical? You, it's just, uh, actually, when he detects magic, he is able to see that there is a cloaked figure standing next to Albert based on the shapes of the auras he's seeing because the cloak is itself magical. The boots are magical. The uh, large uh, scythe is magical. And so he can kind of gets this Grim Reaper image standing next to Albert. I mean, he, he, he can, construes that to you. Yeah. Whether through telepathy or through language, yep. he knows all languages and telepathy can speak to my mind. Um, do you remember that guy you guys described in from Stromold who killed or stole the family? Yes. 
Yeah, um, he's, I, I'm assuming, standing right next to him. Maybe we should go and talk to everybody. Yes. He was there uh -huh. the whole time. You're guys having this conversation for the record while the super shifters are whooping right. the commanders of metal. Who is fighting for the... Uh... For the shifters would, would be Jessica. Mm-hmm. And um, Hagar the Silent. And they're fighting the Minotaur. And um, um, the Goliath. Whose name I can't recall at the moment. Jaeger something or other. <laughs> Anywho. I mean, you guys are great, but who's there? What? Who's there? What now? So, um, yeah, my, the, my uh, quaddle oh, friend used Detect Magic and he saw... The shape of a, a cloaked figure with a magical uh, scythe. A what? What? Where? A scythe. Hold on a minute. Next to um, the Duke. The Duke. Oh, Albert. Oh, who's the Duke? Um, Korath. Edgar. Oh, Albert Gray Grizzle. Ed well, Albert is the do you, Edgar do you, Gray Grizzle. Oh, do you think got it. not at all in that scene was mentioned by? The person who right the Duke, right the Duke is loves evil. Loves his games. Wait, what you heard? And his name's the Duke is evil. The Duke is evil. Said the Duke <laughs> loves his games. Got it. Korath and Albert. Okay, so it was there the whole time. Do you think we should tell Aegis? I don't mean to interrupt, but did you not tell Albert? You came up here instead. Albert's one of the twelve. I don't. Do, don't you think you should know that there's some invisible death? Crazy being next to him? Perfidulo knows who the angel is? Nope. Uh, oh, no. He just knows, no, he just oh, knows yeah, he's yeah. a deaf, powerful being based on the scythe so, yeah, and the oh. cloak and stuff. That, that seems like something you guys should tell him. Do you think we should tell Aegisar? I message him, please. We have to inform Aegisar. Window takes out the summoning stone. Aegisar. Tell him I need. we need to talk. We need to talk. Just tell him! There is something on the, on the field with us. Be descriptive! Be it just saw we need to talk. It's really important. Someone really bad is here. And he um, was on the field. Okay. I will be over in a few. Thank you. But that's where we'll pick up next time. Hey, but thanks for listening. I was going to say watching, but you can't do that. Um, Wait, they can't watch this? <laughs> what? So, What's the camera for? <laughs> we'll see you Sorry, next guys. week. Enjoy the rest of your uh, wherever, whenever you are. And uh, thanks again. Later. Peace. Hello, everyone. We just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Don't Hate the DM, Gage, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you for all your support and helping us to keep this podcast going.